You're listening to episode number 474 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com <laughs> or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas, including 29 episodes of Vintage Vegas, 44 anti-ups, 82 Vegas cocktails, and lots more with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Oh, I got some bad news for you, Tony. I just found it the other day. Uh, What's up? The Vegas uh, TV show that we've been talking about. Yeah, is not yeah. on YouTube anymore. <gasps> they pulled it? It got pulled. <laughs> do you think it's because two people actually watched it and they're like, okay, we got a problem. I, I, I do think it's, it's the increased this. traffic. <laughs> I, I, I do think that. I, I don't I don't know if that's YouTube pulling the pulling the uh, the trigger or CBS going, oh shit, these fuckers want this. You know, or, or <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I do believe it's the traffic that we drove towards it that, that caused this problem. That's insane i i i listen i think there's no reason that they can fight it so we're gonna go ahead and say that's exactly the reason why you two pulled it right that's <laughs> wild unbelievable yeah. i'll be damned huh well that's so, too bad fortunately the good news is it is available as a as dvds right on, it's only on like 40 bucks for the entire series right nice yeah. nice well uh good, good. well <laughs> That's so fucking funny, man. <laughs> I, that, it just, it seems too coincidental, right? Like, I'm not trying to overly pat ourselves on the back, but it seems a little too coincidental. Oh, oh I we're agree. watching it, and we're talking about it, I and agree. now it's gone. It, it would have to be a significant coincidence, uh, because it just, it lends itself more to the idea that we've been talking about it, which inherently means, I mean, we've seen, like, book sales have gone up, books, books that we've talked about, we've seen book sales go up. You know, so yeah. it, it's it's not we we are whether we like the term or not we are influencers of sorts, <laughs> you know, and uh, I I 100% believe it had something to do with the traffic that we drove to it. That is very, very cool. I, I I I believe that to be. The, I just choose to believe it. That's <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk about a couple. Of, I've only got two this week. I've only got two because I, I, I feel like I was somewhat belabored last week, so I want to still keep it fresh and have the listeners want to hear these. So I've only okay. got two categories this week of um, winners from the Casino Player Magazine. Um, the two topics we're going to talk about this week are best overall service and best view. Hmm. So in 2022, the best overall service was considered to be the D in downtown. Brand new. Greenvale. So the D. Not, not, oh, not the D. D. Yep. Oh, right. Sorry. The D. Right. Uh, okay. Green Valley Ranch for the locals. Okay. Can't really comment and on that one. Karen, here's your new one. Go ahead and say it. 
Resorts World was 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 2022's last year's um, best overall service. Hmm. Okay. This year, I don't. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I don't. Well, no, I don't. I'm trying to think. I just I I, I hate that I have this feeling. So wh- like when I hear Resorts World, I feel disappointment. Mm-hmm. Same same <laughs> with, with, with Fountain Blue. Like I'm just kind of like. Uh. That's it's not because to me, not Fountain Blue so much, but um, Resorts World is a paint by by numbers casino. Yeah, like it, it, there's nothing in, inspiring about it. I mean, they've got some great residencies at it. That that's that's mm-hmm. something that it can put its put They're a feather in, the in its cap. But it, it it doesn't have any personality at all, and and it disappoints me so much because like uh, like I I hate. That there's anything in Vegas that I'm not like overly enthusiastic about, <laughs> <laughs> and and this property just does not resonate with me. Well, then I cannot wait to share with you who <laughs> this year's winners are okay. in best service, right. best overall service. No surprise, uh, Circa Las Vegas, of course, downtown took, yeah. The, yeah. took the winning spot. That's what I meant to say. Didn't get it last year. That was what I, what I was waiting for when I said it before. With it being new, I knew yep. I, I, I was for, foreshadowing that it was going to win twenty twenty three. That's yeah. what it was. Sure. But 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 yes, Karen. Except that I I thought you were right to 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 try to get jump ahead of me, so to speak, and say, well, obviously twenty because this would have been the twenty twenty two going into the twenty twenty three sort of quasi season yeah. right. would have made circuit to but have it, literally been the hot new pretty thing. Right. But didn't it open right at the end of twenty twenty two? I don't remember Because I feel like it was in like November that it opened. <laughs> Tony's looking. I've got my I've literally got my circa opening um stuff behind me. Well, regardless. So okay. be that as it may, Circa did win uh the the 2023 into 2024 uh, right. season okay. of voting. How about this for best uh, overall service for locals? Palms, Las Vegas one. Oh, good for really? them. Interesting. Good for them, if that's the case. So, yeah, it would have reopened. It opened in 2020, for the record. Did it really? Yeah. No. During the October 28th, 2020. At the end of the pandemic. Got to remember that everything shut down the beginning of 2020. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. And then, mm-hmm, and to what degree we, we elaborate on this or, or don't, I will follow the uh, my co-podcaster's <laughs> lead. The best overall service on the Las Vegas Strip, Sahara Las Vegas. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Come well, on. okay. So, so, how is Win and Encore or Bellagio not not on I on can, this list? So I, mean, I can come on. Yeah, but I, so my only pause to that would be: we really can't judge the service at that casino. Because okay, but but if we're talking about the best service in Vegas. There is no mathematical way that that is possible. Like that, they haven't had enough people it's go there. It's just not possible. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll give you Resorts World, you know, begrudgingly. You know, I, I honestly think the answer would be Win or Encore or, or Bellagio uh, would, would make the most sense to me. But I, I you know, I don't have experiences at, at those properties either. But uh, just just from the stories I've heard from other people. But I just, Sahara, there's there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> I think say, the, re, the way Sahara wins is honestly, sincerely, the Donald Trump effect, right? You have so many 
votes getting split amongst the serious oh, contenders. Yeah. That that just a couple extra because you're right, Mark. I would be of the opinion that uh, people that are Win Encore fans divided their votes between Win and Encore. Oh. So that dilutes it, right? And right. then you throw in Bellagio, and then you throw in the Cosmopolitan, and maybe you throw in Aria and Aria. or um, uh, uh, Mandalay Bay, right? right? And so all of a sudden, when you dilute the real legitimate candidates for that 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 winning spot right enough people who stay at, at sahara uh push it over the edge I, but but i but but i'm also team your point both mark and karen about how there are even enough people staying at yeah, sahara right. to vote for <laughs> sahara right like that's just even by dilution standards it seems hard to me to believe right. that there are well, enough sahara stayers and I'm kind of SGA wondering if this year. isn't like the best of Las Vegas voting, right? Can all your Ooh, employees vote? Wow, now we're calling them out. Yeah, fair, probably, I mean, no doubt, probably. I, unless yeah. this, unless this survey is based on, you know, hey, we noticed you stayed there. Give us your two cents. Where else are they finding these people to survey? So, hmm. which they might, they can't be doing because otherwise, how would you do the locals vote, right? So they have to be reaching out to people to get their vote and right. or soliciting hey come vote for your favorite of this a la the the las vegas best i didn't of think las about vegas that thing. soliciting uh, your employees to right to vote. yeah sure Such you make one you, you tear the, the the ballots so to speak the ballot out of the magazine photocopy it two thousand times and start handing it out and in, right. in, you know giving an incentive to your employees to hey you fill this out and submit it back to us we're going to enter your name into a you know, a, a drawing for free four hours of paid leave or something. You right, know. right. Um, all right. Then we will move on to the, the our, our la- next and last category here, which is best view. And again, they just say, you know, not every casino is graced with breathtaking, jaw-dropping views, but those lucky enough to have sweeping landscapes, mesmerizing views are to be missed. So uh, we talked about this, but this is appears to be for restaurants in particular so this is best view oh. sitting in a restaurant oh, okay, okay. That, that completely changes it yeah it does De- last year's winners uh for downtown was uh oscar's steakhouse yeah, yeah. and uh locals was anthony's prime steak and seafood at m resort okay and uh top of the world at strat so that was last year's okay this year Top of the world at Strat on the Strip was the only winner, both last year and this year. Oh, okay. I can't. Which I can't I, disagree we, with that. I mean, if you're talking about uh, you know a, a view to, to eat from, I mean, I, I would I would imagine the the biggest rival right there is for Monomega B. I mean, that that's that's just prime real estate right there. You know, so right. if you get an elevated but, view like you do at Stratosphere, and it rotates. Yeah, you know, that's. I yes. mean, and yeah, I get it, Mark. Because if you think about it, then if you're at the, was it Skyfall at the top of Mandalay? Right. That's yes, not a restaurant, yes. though. You can get food there. I don't know if uh, finger food. There is a, no. There is a club, uh, like a private members only restaurant up there too. That the name is escaping me, but that I would think would have awesome views as well. But yeah, I mean, people watching, I think, is what Monomiga B is good for. I feel like the Strat right is. Well, yeah, oh, but for sure, yeah. 
Well, I, I, I'm not mad at that. Well, right. the tower is another so, great one, but there's, I don't, I don't know if the restaurant. Uh, I, I would have to say, think, Mark, uh, uh, the Eiffel Tower restaurant. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. okay, okay. So, uh, so again, as made mention, uh, congratulations, top of the world at the Strat, you won again. This time. I, and I think it's a, a deserving winner for downtown was uh, top of Binion Steakhouse. Yeah. I yeah, I can't I can't argue with that. I mean, view, it's, it's not a, as great with the canopy there. It's, but, a, uh, it's, it's still a great. It's a different view than Oscars. So yeah. from the steakhouse, you can yep. see the strip in the distance, and you can see mountains on the on the other side. So I mean, Oscars is cool because it's where it is and it's the history and all of that kind of stuff. I'm not mad at that. None of the views downtown are what they used to be. <laughs> no, no, none of them are. Which, right, is the cool and, and downside to, yeah. to downtown being becoming what it is. Right. Um, and then last but not least, I, I can't speak to this place. This must be a fairly new place. The winner for Las Vegas locals is at Palms, Las Vegas, a restaurant called Vetri Cucina, V-E-T-R-I. I've heard of Vetri. it. I haven't been there. I've heard it's fantastic, but it's... Uh, it's a restaurant on one of the upper floors of the mm. Palms, um, and it's Italian. Um, actually, the guy that opened that just opened. He's got a, the um, the Italian pasta spot inside Durango. Hmm. His last name is Vetri, so it's named after him. Gotcha. You know, a little bit of an ego there, but whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, that's going to do it for the fun little wins. Let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. After a four-month remodeling and rebranding, in 1963, Lucky Casino, formerly known as Lucky Strike, reopened with the largest sign in the city of Las Vegas at 160 feet tall. It held that title until it was surpassed in 1964 by the Dunes turret marquee, towering 180 feet tall. Lucky Casino is now the middle part of Golden Nugget's Fremont Street frontage. So it's not there anymore. It's the middle part of. Uh, so think of uh, of the entire frontage that Golden Nugget takes up. The yeah. middle part used to be Lucky Casino. Oh wow! Hmm. Huh. <laughs> and I think there's something about the like Lucky's versus Lucky Strike versus you know the, the there's funny story to that versus uh, the, Lucky Strike. Uh, they changed the name because as they were building that sign, it cost too much money to. to to have Lucky Strike in there, so they just changed it to Lucky. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Next up, let's talk about the trip pick of the week. So much development goodness in this picture, it's not hard to see why at Sumacorp shared it. Set in what looks like 1993, based on the various projects and various states of progress. Front and center, we see the massive MGM Grand Theme Park and Grand Garden Arena under construction. Beyond that, we can see Luxor is still under construction. Noticeably missing from the landscape is New York, New York, and Mandalay Bay. Here we still see Hacienda occupying the space Mandalay Bay would one day come to call home. I get lost in all these pictures. (laughs) As soon as I see anything with a landscape, the first thing I'm doing is zooming in so I I can see what's going on at each property. You really should get Sumacorp to to sponsor these Twit pick. Yeah, for as many winners as they have, they just have such a great shit, though. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Look at how vibrant the 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 spires are on Excalibur. Just so bright. Like I don't even. I truly don't believe that this 
picture is in any way enhanced. Oh, goodness. Just, no, I think no, it's definitely not. And it's just look how bright those colors are. Yeah. Come on, did I get a different picture? What do, you, what do you see? Well, you said Spires on Excalibur. Oh, it's in the background. I thought I was looking at MGM from the other direction. Okay, never mind. I'm back with you. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking that that was MGM and, and the, the construction that's in the front part of the picture was where Excalibur was going. I, I didn't. I was not oriented. Oh, and hey, um, Luxor is going up too. As, as I said. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That it hurts when you don't listen picture. sometimes, Karen. I might have been a little bit distracted. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's it. There. That's there. Well, as always, we will link to the photo on, all, on our blog. We'll feature on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. news is brought to you by stripwalking.com for the ultimate customizable pov walking experience in vegas check out stripwalking.com moonshot.com is the place where you can get your favorite vintage vegas shirts incredibly comfortable to wear available in male and female cuts multiple colors and sizes reasonably priced and cool as hell options include this week's featured property the fabulous flamingo The third hotel casino to open on Highway 91 is now the oldest hotel casino on the Las Vegas Strip. Flamingo's current incarnation looks absolutely nothing like the original. In fact, it said the final piece of the original structure was torn down in December of 1993 to make way for the hotel's garden. While not the luxury resort originally envisioned, the Flamingo has continued to evolve to keep up with what the market needs, even if that means becoming the premier low-end property. This and dozens of other Vintage Vegas shirts start at $27. Use the promo code 360Vegas, no spaces, and save 15% off your order. Just go to moonshot.com, that's M-0-0-N-S-H-O-T.com, or you can go to our blog, 360Vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for moonshot.com. Our first story breaks my heart, and I've got thoughts, but let's talk about it first. Tropicana is closing. It was announced this week that Tropicana will close its doors forever, April 2nd, 2024, after 67 years on the Strip. While many are skeptical, the plan is to demolish the property to make room for a nine-acre baseball stadium for the relocating A's baseball team, as well as a companion resort, all on the 35-acre Tropicana site. Adding to that skepticism, renderings for either project have yet to be shared. Well, legitimate renderings have yet to be shared. Yes. Yes. That's what I was saying. A's ownership says they are waiting for renderings of the planned resort to develop the stadium renderings, while Tropicana says they are waiting for the stadium renderings to develop the resort. The odds of Tropicana becoming an empty direct lot just front like the Frontier site are very real. But Vegas is reporting that the beloved stained glass ceiling will be saved, though. Yay! Speculation is that it will be used in the new project, either the stadium or the new resort. When Tropicana opened in 1957, it cost $15 million to build the most expensive casino built in Vegas at that time. I'm, I'm with you, Tony. This I, I heard this announcement come out this week, and I was just like, fuck. And I don't think it's... It's still not like a sealed deal, obviously, that the A's are coming, right? So 
Yes. It, it's not guaranteed that that's what's going to happen to it, but the fact that they're getting ready to close it and they're going to start demolishing it right. yes. makes me very sad. Yeah. Yes. I, I said to my wife, my biggest fear about this whole closing is it's going to be uh, the next Riviera LVCVA expansion, yeah. right? They're yep. gonna they're gonna knock it down, and then and it's just not gonna happen. Gonna sit there, yeah. um, or or Frontier, or whichever uh, front, either Frontier or um, uh, Stardust, whatever Boyd was supposed to have built in that in that spot, and then never happened. You know that this will. I fear this is now going to be the third casino that is going to get knocked down for something that is supposed to come along and is not going to come along, and we wind up losing this unnecessarily. Yeah, yeah. It just sad and stupid. It is. It (laughs) is. Okay. What about the Fountain Blue problems? Fountain Blue has been turning over executives the last month or so. I'll save you the details. Except for one. The new guy going up for a license to run the property is the former Wynn guy who was implicated as knowing about the allegations of sexual misconduct by Steve Wynn before they became public. The problem isn't with the property. The problem with Fountain Blue is the high end is overbuilt for. It was overbuilt for Resorts World now. It's really overbuilt for. <laughs> the market is losing a low roller. It needs to adapt accordingly, and history shows us that the market will adapt intentionally or by necessity. Now, I'm not saying Fountain Blue needs to fill that hole. It, it, I'm just saying that the scales weigh heavily in the, in the high end right now, and that's the problem. Also, unlike Resorts World... They didn't make a play for any significant residencies to draw people to it. And if your property is North Strip, you need to draw people to it. (laughs) In related news, live with Kelly and Mark, we'll be filming at Fountain Blue February 26th and 27th. Special room rates, uh, including comp tickets to the show, are available. It's like they responded. Like, this was their big response. <laughs> like, going, oh, oh we're, 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 we we're taking, we're taking, like, going, we're getting Kelly and Mark. <laughs> we'll change, change everything. <laughs> well, and that show usually will do one show a year in, in Vegas. And I'm assuming, given the timing, it's because they live in New York and they want to get away from yeah. the fucking cold. And it's, so they come out here. Yeah. So. Still cold out here. It, it will, well, it'll be better the end of February. Yeah. I mean, but chilly, yes. It's so funny. Uh, we <laughs> we met up with a, we have a friend that's in town. Uh, shout out to Avery who's written in a couple of reviews, uh, and he's oh Tony, he's already working on his trip report for you, which is going to be a good one. A- um, Avery, I've got the red editing pen. I'm ready, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Send it to me, buddy. I'm ready, buddy. <laughs> but we were we were kind of talking, so we went out to dinner yesterday, and it it rained most of the day here yesterday. Oh, it was windy. Terrible. It was chilly. So for me, this is like cold, like walking from my parked car to the restaurant, which couldn't have been more than 100 yards. I mean, it, it wasn't that far, but I'm like shivering getting back to my car. And he's like, are you kidding me? I could be out in shorts in this. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's so funny how how you get acclimated. Yeah, yeah I bet. All right. And then our third uh, news story is the Flamingo Restoration. Work has begun on refurbishing three different flamingo signs already at the Neon Museum. Most notably is the flamingo plume sign being restored. Now, this isn't the 130-foot-tall super pylon that was located on the Strip. This is the companion sign that looked just like it, but not as tall, formerly located on East Flamingo Road. Now, restoration is expected to cost half a million dollars and will be paid 
for by three private donors, wow. two of which you may have heard of. The first is Emily Cooper, wife of late comedian Pat Cooper. She's donating to the cause because she, she has fond memories of her husband performing at that property. Andrew Pascal, the CEO of Play Studios, who are the makers of the game My Vegas, and Felicia French, CEO of Apuzin. I don't know who they are. But you said two of them we may know, and you listed three. Yes, two of the three. Right, two out of the three. Which oh. I said I three private donors, two of which you may have heard of. Do you know, and Mark, are you insinuating that we would know Emily Cooper really just vis-a-vis your husband, Pat Cooper? Right. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, I don't recognize his name at all. Sorry. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know my Vegas. I do. Oh, yes. I Andrew Pascal, in and of himself, I knew the name. I'm like, well, I don't know how I know the name. And then when you said my Vegas, I'm like, oh. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't That's even know cool. I don't even know what Apuzin is. Or o- it's a it's yeah. a fabric company or something. I tried to do some research on it, but I'm like I, I don't understand the connection, so uh, I can't. Yeah, that seems can't really make one. It's on the it. it's the cheap knockoff of Ozembek. <laughs> Apuzin. <laughs> hey, look, it, it, as long as they're donating and they're getting that thing restored, That's right. working, I'm like That's right. thank you very much. I will google you and if I can support what you're doing in any way, absolutely. That's right. Yeah. There's still no word where the sign will be installed or when restoration will be complete, except to say this spring. That's all right. That's all right. And where's it going to be? I just said. Oh. I literally just said we don't know. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm having a rough day today. Preoccupado. Preoccupado. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's going to do it for news. Let's roll into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, PropBets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. PropBets is brought to you by Vegas Near Me. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me. It's available free on Android and iPhone, and users can search 360VV14 to get a listing of the properties that we will be featuring on the 360 Vegas Vacation. LasVegasPins.com is another one of those brilliant ideas that you'll find yourself surprised wasn't already a thing in the market. Well. It is now. Thanks to LasVegasPins.com, we now have Disney-quality collectible enamel pins featuring iconic Vegas. The ever-expanding collection includes pins of Vegas Vic with a moving arm, Vegas Vicky with a kicking leg, the Tangiers, Fremont, Excalibur, Sands, and of course, the Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas sign. These are just some of the options available, starting as low as $8 a piece. 360 Vegas listeners can drop that price another 15 to 20%. New customers can use the promo code 360 to save one time 20%, and returning customers can use 360 Vegas for 15% off. Just go to lasvegaspins.com or go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for lasvegaspins.com. All right, I got the first up. Warning. Vital Vegas shared that Caesars Entertainment has raised its ATM fees. This seems like unequivocal, unabashed highway robbery. Your ATM fee, just the ATM fee, forget whatever your bank's going to charge you, listeners. This ATM fee to take money out is going to cost you $11.99 per transaction. Mm. This is why I get angry at you anytime you pull out cash when you're in a casino. I know. I'm sorry. For good reason. Okay. For absolute good reason. I remember when my grandmother had a conniption fit when we took her to an ATM and she had to pay $3 <laughs> to withdraw money. 
I, and I, I mean, just be clear, that would have been 30 years ago at this point. I was going to say, I think the last time that I pulled out of a non-bank ATM, I think it was, the fee was like $5. So like even when, when we moved to Memphis, so we bank okay. with Chase. I mean, that's who our, uh-huh, our banker uh-huh. is. We moved sure. to Memphis. There's no, like literally Chase is not in the market at all. I was forced to open a second bank account, checking account with Bank of America because there was one right down the street from my house. And so Mm -hmm. as long as I had a certain balance in there, they didn't charge me any fees for the account. And then I could go use the ATM and they wouldn't charge me for that. So we did that the five years we were in Memphis. And then literally as soon as we moved out here to Vegas and there was a chase, I closed that fucking account faster than you can. (laughs) That's awesome. You guys were only in Memphis for five years. I thought we were there for yeah. seven. No, we we went we um, moved there in early 2013, and we left the middle of 2018. Hmm. So you've now been in Vegas longer than you've than been, been in, in Memphis. Memphis. Wow, that's wild yep. to me. It is just wild. wild. God, time freaking flies. All yes. right, <laughs> that's all I got. All right. It was announced this week that oh shit, Jerry told me how to pronounce this, and now I'm going to fuck it up again. Uh, it was announced this week that Los Bucas will have a Las Vegas residency at Park MGM for select dates in May, July, and September. This will be the first all-Spanish-speaking residency in Vegas history. Oh, wow. So apparently this band is a huge, 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 huge band in, in the, the Spanish-speaking community. Um, okay. And, and so Jerry mentioned that it was going to be a lot of older women, like older, older okay. women. And then, like, their kids, because their kids were forced to listen to this band because their parents loved them. <laughs> um, but, yeah, apparently this is, it, honestly, to have it be the first Spanish-speaking residency. Yeah. And it's at Park MGM, which I is I love the same thing. When I, you know, when I first read that they're going to have a residency, I'm like, yeah, where? Are going to be at South Point or something like that? I'm like, no. no. It's like fucking Dolby Park. That's huge. Like, All right. Yeah. Apparently... Uh, Jerry said that they did a concert when he was still living out in California, at, somewhere in the area, and it sold. It was like their first concert in ten years. It sold out within an hour. So no shit. Yeah, apparently they have a very big following. So it, it's gonna be. I'm kind of. I don't, I'm not proud. I'm not gonna go see it, but I'm kind of excited for this. I like the the diversity that it's bringing. I like that it's gonna draw more people to Vegas that have different interests. So I'm kind of excited about this one. Mm-hmm. Nitro Cross is coming to the land behind Planet Hollywood March 1st and 2nd. If you're not familiar with Nitro Cross, it's kind of like RC Pro-Am come to life. And if you get that reference, we can be friends. Yes. Wait, so so RC is in uh, RC cars? Like remote control cars? N- it's, yeah. it's joke. It's joke. RC, ni- Did- Nitro Cross is, is people uh, driving souped up cars and jumping over fucking big hills and shit like that. It's like RC Pro. I'm the, the cute little game. The, the video game from Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't yeah. can't relate to the game, but. Oh. So it's literally they're going to build a racetrack. Yeah. For these cars. Yeah. They got hmm. plenty of room behind them. Okay. The last remaining sexual misconduct lawsuit against Steve Wynn has been settled. Details on the payout were sealed by the court. It still bums me out. Like, that's one of those things. That's right up there with the implosion of, like, the dunes and shit like that, where I'm like, you know, oh, this is a guy that I really kind of looked up to, and unfortunately, he's simultaneously a monstrous piece of shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All-American Bar and Grill at Rio is closing Tuesday, February 13th. 
A similar concept is expected to take its place. No word on when it will reopen. Is this the the space that was... Fuck, it was All-American. Like, it was two things when stations had it. One of which we liked, the second one we didn't. Tailgaters was the second one, I think. Is that the same space? I don't know. All right, well, never know. mind. It's not ringing a bell. Move on. Yep. <laughs> It's being reported that tickets to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas are already the most expensive Super Bowl tickets to date. The cheapest tickets listed on resale sites is currently $8,000. Well, and that was as of like yesterday or the day before. Right? I've, I've heard they've gone up and they're like 10. I'm not 10. surprised. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I believe it. You know, I which it. it's, it's interesting because like every Super Bowl is the most expensive Super Bowl mm-hmm. that, that ever came out. But I, it does I, I seem like, like Vegas is kind of jumping ahead, like way ahead of, of yeah. where it should have been. Like normally it's like, I think uh, last year it was like six grand or something like that, you know, and, and this is jumping by leaps and bounds. I mean, thousands of dollars difference. Uh, well, and before we move on, uh, just to say, I very small part of me is relieved that the Detroit Lions didn't make it to the Super Bowl because I almost felt as a lifelong Michiganian obligated to go to see the lions in the super bowl oh, yeah. if they would have made it yeah um so I, I thought well this is this is cool i i listen i got two kidneys both of them <laughs> work fine i don't need both i could probably get one on the get a decent money on the black market well and that uh, was but, that was kind of what we were joking about because again we were i mean being from michigan obviously i was rooting for the lions although i'm not like a diehard lions fan the fact that they're doing well i it, yeah. it's it's awesome to see in a sports ball game that i love tony which you know you you right. tolerate and we had made the joke originally i think we mentioned on the show or might have just been us talking but if beginning of the playoffs if the browns mm-hmm. and the lions yes. both won and yes. made it to the super bowl yes we well fuck well i've got to fly yep. my mom out and go to the game that's right that's right that's so, right we all we all have to uh take out a second mortgage right. to, so, to, to, to because you can't not go right? The, right you guys have loved the browns for as long as i've been listening to this podcast so even <laughs> i know you guys are browns fans so put browns up against the the lions how could how do we not all just show up and half our you know sweatshirts is going to be uh, uh Honolulu blue and the other half <laughs> of the sweatshirt is you know well, brown my no mine probably so, would have been brown all browns so i'm sorry but so oh, yeah right. oh, it, cool. it was cool. right. i stick with my team although i want the lions to do well they they can do well until they play my team and then it's a different story but so so the funny thing was we were watching the games last weekend and the lions mm-hmm. ended up losing mark looked yep. at me cuz we were still talking about well Hell, if, if the Lions go, I still need to get my mom out here, right? Because she's, yeah. it's in my home city. When else are we going to do this? Yeah. The Lions yeah. lost. Mark looked at me and he goes, well, we just saved ourselves a shitload of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. We'll, we'll go with that. Uh, hip Prov show at Harris has closed. Wait, wait hang on. This just in. High Prov. Harris. Oh, oh I'm going with, well, here, no, I think, I think I'm right. I think I'm you right. You might be right. This just in. Harris had a hypnosis improv show called <laughs> Hip Prov. Yeah. Okay. That's no. why I thought it would, hip would be. No, that, you're right. You're right. Now that and I. And it's spelled H Y P. Yeah. But that, I mean, clever name, Harris, but people probably had no idea how to pronounce it. So they just. Yeah. Didn't I didn't even know it. it was there, to your yeah. point. Right. Yeah. It's being reported that Dead and Company, the Grateful Dead offshoot featuring John Mayer. Ugh. 
will be the next band with a residency at the Sphere. Are you kidding me? It's a Grateful Dead offshoot. Wow. <sighs> and John Mayer, which means they're going to be pulling from two different audiences. Oh, that sucks. The band will play three I shows. I sincerely doubt it. I'm pretty sure they're still just pulling deadheads out of that. Mm-hmm. There's, there is a weird cult following of women who just adore John Well, Mayer. I'm not saying that, but I mean, if they're thinking they're going to get John Mayer songs, it's not going to happen. Anyway, the band will play three shows a weekend over the span of six weeks, beginning May 16th through June 15th. Each weekend will feature a unique set list. That's so cool. Shows start at 7.30 p.m. and tickets start at an undis- undisclosed amount. I love when bands do that with a unique set list. It's just, it's just fun for me as, as, as a fan of, of a band. Well, you know, and many we talked bands. about this when, when you know, Fish was rumored to be coming out there. The fact that every night, well, and they are, but every night's going to be a different set list. Mm-hmm. The, the Grateful Dead did the same thing. Yeah. So you never knew. It was never the same show when you went to see them, which is why so many people followed them all over the country. Yeah. So. Sin City Alerts is reporting security on the strip responding to a report of a male masturbating in front of a group of porn card slappers. <laughs> Surveillance reports, quote, the situation is escalating. This one cracked me up. It's <laughs> awesome. I just, the situation is escalating. Like, I kind of feel like this is an occupational is. hazard. You know, you're handing out these, uh, these, these, uh, cards, port, yeah, right? Port With, cards. Yeah. With just the little stars, you know, covering the right. important bits. Right. This, this apparently is an inevitable occupational that's all, hazard. That's all this guy needed. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Life and Las Vegas shared this week that Fountain Blue has added their name across the top of the building now, improving the signage visibility further down the strip. I thought they already had it across the top. No. I mean, they they had that that thing uh, across the top, but it didn't say Fountain Blue across it like it does now. Okay. Tony Braxton and Cedric the Entertainer announced a short-term residency at Cosmopolitan for select dates starting in April, running through July. Seven dates in all. Shows start at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $100. That's a weird mix. Tony, Tony Braxton, Braxton and Cedric. Cedric. Yeah. I think, I think that's the idea. I think, uh, so you're going to see a comedy show and a concert? Yeah. For 100 bucks, that's not bad. No, it's not bad it's at not all. Ba- especially if you wanted to really channel your, your inner 90s kid. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, really, can you think of anything that, that encapsulates the 90s better than both Tony Braxton and Cedric the Entertainer. I mean, that is, that's, that's actually a pretty cool lineup. That would be, that'd be pretty fun to go, um, to go see, I bet. Yeah, I can't argue with that. At Balterdist brought to our attention that Trustworthy Brewing at Venetian has closed. No word what will replace it. That's a bummer. I like that spot. I I wasn't a big fan of it, but again, I'm not a craft beer person, so I didn't really appreciate the food. But I have to say, I'm not surprised. Tucked away. Given that, so once they pulled those escalators off the casino, which was what they used to feed you right up there, right to where Trustworthy was, um, the on say the uh, the fuck Peruvian restaurant was right there. There's so much that they just lost foot traffic because it's at the far end yeah. of the second floor. And it takes forever to get to. So I'm, I hate to say it, but I'm not surprised. Yeah. Oh, this is, this is a downer story. A, a pedestrian suffered life-threatening injuries after being hit by a car at the entrance of Bellagio. The driver, who reportedly passed a sobriety test, 
reportedly sped out of the valet area and struck the victim. Can I tell you, this is you my know, number one fear in Vegas because of how many times people don't pay attention to the crosswalk. You know, like 100%. like in this case, in this case, just to be clear, I, I, I it sounds like this is 100% the driver's issue and, and the person wasn't doing anything Probably had the, the right, the light to, right. to go. But what I'm saying is this is what I fear more than anything yeah. because of how many people don't pay attention to those things. Like I, I am always super cautious when I'm driving around the strip because oh, yeah. any turn you make whatsoever, because you don't know who the fuck's doing anything. As a driver on the strip, you have to be hyper aware yeah. of oh God, what yes. people are doing around you. And mm-hmm. because it, they don't, again, they think pedestrians have the right away all the time and they just go do whatever. And again, I'm not saying this pedestrian sounds like he did, but you have to be, Hyper aware. The fact that this guy passed a, a field sobriety test, I'm shocked. Agreed. Well, but all that well, means is he was an address, uh, aggressive driver. There you go. I agree. He was not. He was not trying to be at oh. all. And that's the worst part about it too, because I know, like my mind's eye can visualize exactly where he was exiting out of the valet area yeah. at that spot there, right by um, under the strip. He was not paying any fucking attention, or not. Let me put it this way: he wasn't paying enough attention and being cognizant of people that were that were walking around. Right. And, and, and and it's Vegas. I never take for granted when I'm leaving any location on the strip, or really anywhere, but on the strip specifically, that when my wife and I are headed out to say Red Rock Canyon or wherever the fuck we're going, that that person isn't tanked out of their mind yeah. at 9:30 in the morning because it's Las Vegas, yeah. and you just have to anticipate that that's how that visitor is probably going to be. And I'm sorry, you might not remember this, Mark, but do you remember what time of day this was? I don't. Okay. And I want to say it was late at night. I want to say it was like 9 p.m. Okay. Well, that's not late at night for most people. Okay, but the sun's down. The sun's down. And then my, my right. second thing that I'm wondering is what kind of car was it? Because if he came, like, zooming out, is he in, like, his fancy little sports car that he wants to show off? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good call. Recently, it's been proposed that instead of finding a new home for the next three years while the stadium in Las Vegas is built... The A's could shut down operations and return to the league like an expansion team in 2028 when the stadium opens. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I was curious what you would think about this. I, I, uh, although I'm hearing, I have heard recently that Utah and San Antonio, San Antonio are being like put out there as possible temporary homes for them while this is being done and I'm like everything's a temporary home nobody has has a full-fledged baseball stadium just lying around I mean what what are you doing to your fan base like this is again he doesn't give a shit about his fan base so that's a whole other story but this really you're just gonna shut the team although if he shuts the team down he won't lose as much money as he claims he's making from having them open yep I just fucking hate this sorry Despite all the doom and gloom spread by some social media influencers, Mark Meltz is reporting that Vegas had a record-breaking year in 2023 for visitation, gaming, and occupancy. It was the 34th consecutive month of more than $1 billion in gaming revenue, an increase of 11.2% from 2022. Visitation was up 4.3%, and weekend occupancy was 90.7%. So you realize that they set a new record for gaming revenues in the state, mm-hmm. right? $1.43 billion. Mm-hmm. 905 
million of that came from Las Vegas. So when you think about the entire rest of the state where you can gamble, right? You know, Reno, whatever else. Well, yeah, nobody's challenging that Vegas is the it's I mean, it's, it's the dominant. I mean, outside of Macau, there is nobody that that rivals Vegas. It's just it's crazy to me that one point four, because I I remember back in the day we used to talk about you know the gaming revenues getting close to a billion, mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. we're thirty four consecutive months over. Right. That's a $15 minimum for you. Table right. minimum. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I think that's probably going to do it for episode number 474. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I'm at 360vegas Tony. Karen. I'm at 360vegas Karen. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time. Bye.